I wanted to talk real quick about the how for wildlife because I know that is a you know what you and I have discussed I can I think it's just an awesome deal so uh, if you don't mind kind of talking a little bit about the maybe the the history or the roots of it you know that you're what you're aware of and yeah I'll give you the uh the five cent tour for um you know how it started uh Charles actually had called me up uh, last year. I don't remember if it was February. I believe it was February last year. might have been January. And they were, um, there was a bill proposed in California to ban bear hunting. And it was just full of holes. It was a crappy bill. Uh, made no sense. And he's like, what do you, what do you think we can do? I'm like, well, you know, we've had, we've had success before myself. I've had success before with, uh, doing petitions, um, or, you know, we can do like, a change dot change.org or something like that. Let's do something like that for it. Uh, you know, we know a lot of people between the two of us would so just push it out, like get it out as far as we can. So we did that. And Charles actually physically started the petition and we pushed it out to everybody we knew. I was sending out emails. I was putting it on Instagram and, and Facebook and just kind of really like pushing it out there and utilizing all the tools that we had to us to, to reach people. And we got a ridiculous amount of signatures, like 26,000 signatures or 28,000. I don't even remember now. Uh, signatures in five days. Oh, wow. In five days. Wow. And there was like $18,000 um, that was donated wow. on that petition. Now, when you donate to change on those change.org, you're just giving money to change.org. It's not like it's coming to the person who oh. started the petition to use it for whatever the petition is. It literally just goes to change.org. So change.org continues to push it out and promote it to more people. So it helps. It helps. You know, it helps. It, the does. <laughs> it helps the petition out. But change.org is a for-profit company and they're really not your friend. They said, thank so, you. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> anyway, within five days, the um, sponsoring senator dropped, dropped the bill and we oh. literally knocked it out in five days. It was, it was amazing. Nice. So we're like, wow, there's something to this. And there was two other bills. And I, I can't for the life of me remember, I've, told the story so many times i think i should go back and figure out the actual the exact details but there was a hound hunting bill and then there was like a trapping bill i believe in one was in new mexico and i feel the other one's either nevada or montana either way we did the same thing with that and we had success with those two hmm. We're like shit there's something to this right why isn't this out there now why are why are, do we not have this type of advocacy platform to you know, help the hunter, excuse me, help the hunter have a voice. And I, uh, I'm like, we need to start a change.org for, for hunters because between these three bills, there was like 20 some odd thousand dollars donated, donated to given to change.org. Like one, we could be using this money to do the things that we need to do. Right. Yeah. And, and two, we need to have 
a platform that is, there's so many anti-hunting. They're not. They're it's a pretty leftist com- company, right? And not yeah. that political party really has shouldn't have anything really to do with wildlife management, but for the most part, you don't see very many conservatives that are anti-hunting. Right. Yeah. I, that's why I bring it up. Yeah. But anyway, they're not our friends. That money's not going anywhere. We need to do something. So uh, we started talking about actually Charles came up with the the name Halfa Wildlife. We originally, he actually kind of envisioned, he's like, you know what? We need to make this like a, like uh, what JSOC is, you know? Yeah. For the military community, we need to have Jayhawk, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> joint hunters, uh, operations control, you know, whatever. And, uh, we, uh, we started going down that road originally with that, with that idea. And I, I started developing with, uh, cause I've done several websites before I started developing with, with some guys that I knew a change.org style platform. And Charles came, comes up with Howl for Wildlife as a as a name because uh, Howl actually stands for you know hunters um, operations like it actually fits the same deal. Yeah. And the other reason behind it was um, because using the wolf, there's you know how there's you hear about green decoys, right? We're like, yeah. we need to do this too, because we saw that in the petition that people who are anti-hunting were signing the petition because of the way we worded it. <laughs> we're saving wildlife, which is true. We are, you know, well, that's true. Wildlife, right. What we do, the conservation efforts we do, we save wildlife and we're like, we need to kind of, kind of keep this going. And besides, you know, anti-hunting groups have already co-opted the word conservation. They stole it from us and they've already, you know, co-opted the wolf as a, that's like their number one polarizing, uh, you know, icon right there. Save the wolf. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we're like, yeah, this makes complete sense. Let's, let's roll with that. So anyway, I started working on that, the website and it sucked. It really, it sucked. It was terrible. <laughs> so Charles is like, I'm going to give it a crack. And he started actually doing a bunch of research and calling all these, you know, third party platforms that offered, you know, different, uh, different stuff. And, you know, one thing led to another and we developed the site. And I, I say we, but a lot of it was on Charles. Most of it was on Charles uh, as far as the site being what it is today and so like i credit myself with the with the one of the original ideas of it but mm-hmm. when it actually development of it was was mostly charles um anyway so we start going down this road and build the site gets built and we're it's all it's all ready to go from a um technological standpoint like technology all worked the the system worked right but we never had the inner workings of how we were going to actually work the the business side of it right we weren't we didn't know you know are we going to be for profit not for profit we're gonna you know have a board are we gonna you know what what are we gonna do we didn't have any of that 
And anyway, so comes this bill in Arizona. It wasn't even a bill yet. It was, it was a, an initiative, we'll call it, right? It wasn't even a formal petition. They're trying to get rid of lion and bear hunting in Arizona. Completely, right? Completely. Wow. And I'm like, well, let's, uh, I'm like, Charles, is this thing ready to go? Let, let's, let's give it a whirl. Let's try it. Let's see, you know, let's push it out and, uh, and do and see what happens. So we launched it on January 6th with that first, um, action, which was the, the Arizona line. And it worked famously, right? Everything worked. We, we jumped from zero members, not having anything to like, I don't know, 10,000 in, in a matter of like two weeks, not even. Yeah. Uh, we started, then we started looking into all these other bills. We're like, all right, well, let's, it's working. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Right. This is what we put this thing together for is where all the money was spent for. And we started getting involved in all these other bills. And, you know, before the first month, we had 20,000 members or 18, 19, something like that. And we were winning. We were winning stuff, right? We were getting stuff knocked oh. out. Not just in Arizona, other states. And- oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, we get- Which that's what I really want people, why I was so excited about having you talk about this is because whether you're in Massachusetts California, Arizona, or Idaho. I mean, it just, we're all working together as, as, um, yeah. So, yeah. Now I had mentioned on our previous podcast or, or where we, when we started off the podcast, I should say, um, in the previous episode is I said, I was telling you about the, you know, there's bills in long Island. So I'm working on bills in long Island right now. Like there's, there's so many anti hunting and fishing bills that pop up throughout the year and we're not going to be able to do them all. There's, there's at least not now, not with the manpower. I mean, for the most part, it's, it's Charles and I, um, and we have some really good volunteers and we have a couple of people working out with us, you know, here and there, but, uh, contract employees and whatnot, but like, it's not, <laughs> we're not, in, we're not mule deer foundation, right? We don't have, we don't have this big thing going on and funding's an issue, right? You know, it's self-funded. Yeah. It's, it's just Charles and I, and we, we have donations. People donated money. There's, you know, stuff going on. Um, we got some really cool stuff coming up, actually. Um, Go Hunt has partnered, partnered with us. And oh, great. It's kind of a neat deal because if you want to have a Go Hunt Insider membership, you it'll cost you $149 a year, right? Mm-hmm. You can come and get that same membership through Howl for Wildlife, okay? And you get all the benefits that you would normally have if you went to go hunt. A portion of that money comes to Howl for Wildlife. Oh, nice. Okay? So now it's tax deductible. A portion of your membership is tax deductible. Oh, Great. And you get all the benefits of the Halfal Wildlife membership. So you're going to save 20% or better with all our partners. You're going to get entered into our monthly uh, giveaways for, you know, gear. We gave away, you know, packs and 
uh, custom made knives and trips and whatever. And you get entered into a draw for the hunt giveaway we're doing for that year. Oh, nice. So like, well, we're, and, and we're constantly adding, we're constantly adding, um, you know, value to whatever the membership is. So we're going to have several different membership levels that are associated with something that you'd want, you know, um, hunting fool or, uh, you know, so we have a, we have another one we have is with go hunt also for their explorer, which is their mapping software. Uh, you know, you, if you want to go purchase this thing, we're working on other, other avenues. And I, I, I just threw out some names and that those, those don't necessarily mean are, aren't, uh, what we're doing. Cause I, I, I haven't secured those yet and we haven't got those in place yet, but the go hunt one is in place and it will be going live here pretty soon. Nice. Um, we're just waiting for the technology to be built in and, and then it's ready to go. But um, we hope to do this with other companies where, you know, let's say you want a membership with, you know, company X, that membership will be available to be purchased as a Howl membership. You'll get that membership and then you'll get all the, the stuff that goes in it. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So I foresee that being kind of exploding as the word gets out. I mean, look, look where, you know, you're basically, this is the ground floor it's not very old so i mean you've got so much potential yeah we're at thirty thousand members now uh anyway we five months in right that's it's pretty crazy um we hope to have and with that so we didn't really talk about what hal does you know but uh so how how for wildlife for those who are just listening to this that don't know what it is um we're an advocacy platform there's it's it's a kind of a two-sided deal um, we have an action center and when there is a bill that comes up that is anti-wildlife, anti-wildlife management, anti-hunting, anti-fishing, um, we're going to get involved in it. And we've provided a super, we provided the easy button is what we've done. So in the past, if let's say this bill in Arizona came up, what other organizations would do would be like okay this is here i'm letting you know with it that this this bill is up and it's a threat go contact your legislator okay how many people are just like oh i'm gonna go take the time and figure out what my legislator yeah, yeah. oh how do- that's usually how it goes though i need to say to this guy or there was a canned email okay neither one of those was effective but what we were doing was very effective. So now we have tools. So again, I'll use the Arizona. You come to the site, you click on the action center, you became a member either. We have free membership too. So you could be just a free member. And there's, uh, you know, there's some benefits to becoming a free member. Um, but mo- the majority of the benefits come with paid membership, but you can still take action. We didn't want to, we didn't want to alienate anybody who didn't want to become a paid membership. We still want people to be involved. We still want people to be activists. Okay. I know that's a voice is heard. You know, that's a dirty word because it's usually associated with the opposition. Right. But the reality is we need to be activists as, as hunters. Right. So you can come to the site, you can take action. Now you, you go to the action center and 
depending on the action and who the decision makers are, that's the other thing. So like we've taken not only the guesswork out of it, we are targeting the exact person who needs to hear your voice, Mm. whether that's at the commission level, whether that's a Senate level, so on and so forth. So you go there, you take action by basically putting your name and your email address in there and hitting send. And now it's going to send a email or you can make a phone call. There's other options to put again, depending on the action. Um, we have options in there for you to, to uh, get a hold of that person who's making the decisions. It sends an email. Now those emails, it's not the same email. And the email doesn't come as a candy email. It doesn't come from Half a Wildlife. It comes from you directly. Oh. And that's the, that's the major difference that, of what these other organization, organizations were doing. They do that as a way to capture your email, and they do that as a way to um, gotcha. boast how many people they have as active members. Because I do remember you talk when you've talked about how in the past is that you're, you said that you're not going to be getting a whole bunch of advertising emails, which you will off of those other deals. You know, would say I'm opposing this bill, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it gives you all the talking points, but like, oh, I want to add this to it or I want to do this to it. So it makes it even that more effective. Yeah. And um, so the other side of the coin, is and people were asking this in the beginning. Oh, what are you planning on doing with the money? And da 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 da. da. Um, we were we were using obviously we're using the money to run run the platform too. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's a substantial cost associated with that. But um, we are taking that money and we have an education program. It'll be up on the howfulwildlife.org site here soon, um, where it's going to help us hunters and non-hunters understand what the North American model of conservation is, what we do, how we fit into the puzzle. Uh, it's going to, it's going to talk a lot about the myths and the um, misconceptions beyond, you know, with hunting and so on, so, so forth. And it's going to give us hunters the, uh, for lack of better terminology, the ammunition that we need, the knowledge that we need, so that when we are talking to somebody who is a non-hunter, mm-hmm. we can give them the right stuff. You know, um, the worst thing we can do is to be out there uh, spewing out just emotion and and getting aggravated and and being heated and possibly converting somebody who really didn't have an opinion. Mm-hmm. On hunting, you know, if they were presented with the right stuff, they might be able to be swayed either way. You turn them into a pro anti hunting person, right? Yeah. Reason why we're doing this is because the anti hunting community has a has a pact, and they have a lot, a lot, a lot of money. I mean, millions and millions of dollars set aside to basically. Uh, educate with propaganda, you know, I say educate, but really it's share lies 
uh, with the non-hunting public in in areas that um, are easily affected. Like, for instance, like in Denver right now, there's a strong possibility, even though we just beat that bill or we stopped that bill from being proposed as an actual bill uh, for lion and bear hunting and bobcat hunting, that in November, that it might actually show up on the ballot. And if it goes on the ballot, they have the money in place right now to put out propaganda to the in in mainstream media and be able to uh, effectively change minds about hunting with emotion and with conjecture and and you know false um, statistics and so on and so forth that we would lose. You know what I I, I don't I th- Colorado would lose lion bear hunting and bobcat hunting. Wow, I, I I think a lot of times people don't realize, you know, you have your non-hunting percentage, you have your pro-hunting percentage, but the majority of the percentage that's left is in the middle is actually, um, by far, it's the largest group that. They're not pro-hunting, they're not anti-hunting, and those are the ones that we need to win over, for lack of better words. And so uh, how we conduct ourselves, you know, in public, um, you know, you remember years ago when, you know, the old thing where people would display their kills and drive through town, that type of thing, to somebody who's on the fence is going to leave a bad taste, um, you know, where... where, um, those are the ones that a lot of times I don't think people realize because it is the majority of the group, that's what's going to help pass bills or not. Exactly. So how we conduct ourselves is a big thing. You know, so, so like I was saying with the, uh, with the, our education program right now, we have it set up that hopefully we'll be able to start driving non hunters to it and hunters alike. Cause I want, I want us hunters and anglers to be educated on everything. You know, one of the messages we've been pushing out for a long time is we want, we want unity um, amongst the hunters. We want people who are in, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier in Arizona to give a a crap about somebody in Massachusetts. We want, we want the guy in Florida to care about the guy in, in, in California. Yeah. Whether, whether it's that their style of hunting, whether it's their cup of tea whether you're a bow hunter, you're a rifle hunter, you're an elk yeah. hunter, you're a bear hunter, it doesn't matter. Like we all want everybody to be together, right? So that's one message. But the second message is we want us to be able to all be educated and understand what it is, what our role is, hunters, anglers, what our role is in conservation and what conservation is. And yeah. that way you're, you're having a conversation with, uh, you know, Joe Smith at work at the water cooler, he doesn't hunt. You can talk to him about, you know, put it in the conversation somehow, some way, work it in there. This is what conservation is. This is where we fit in. And then you can add your emotion to it. You know, this, this is what it means to me. My family's been doing this for, for, you know, three generations, four generations, whatever the case may be. Um, we love the meat. We love this. We love that. And, um, we will be able to start effectively getting the message out there because right now we don't have that money 
that they have. We don't have that mm-hmm. uh, packed. We don't, we're trying, we're working on it. That's, that's a goal of ours, but it's a lofty goal where we, you know, right now we're two guys on a computer. Like that's, I mean, it, it, <laughs> to, to try to have um, this massive um, collaboration between all the organizations and listen, there's a lot of, of um, competition too, because yeah. people are competing for membership base they're competing yeah i was just gonna say that it's kind of sad because you have different organizations and they're all about their organization and they don't realize there is we need to join together because it affects elk hunters just as much as it affects deer hunters lion hunters bear hunters and everything where alpha wildlife is doing that is collaborating everybody you're trying yeah yeah but you know there's 16 million hunters just hunters mm-hmm. in north america actually i think that might just be in the u.s might be north america might be the u.s either way you know i think canada has like two million and mexico has maybe you know a few hundred thousand but um so the the lion share is here in the united states but the 16 million if there were 16 million of us on Halfa wildlife every time a bill came up and we voiced our opinion boom that senator got blasted with 16 million right even yeah 10 percent of that 1.6 million yeah right got 1.6 million emails that said hey we oppose this we are not for this this is not sound management this is not smart you're going to hurt wildlife that you would be surprised how quickly that senator or that congressman whatever or that person they will back away from that bill like it's a hot potato because it's it's politics and politics is always what's going to make me look the best right that's true yeah and 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 the other side of that is let's say Again, 16 million. If 16 million of us donated $10 a year, $10 a year, like what the hell is $10? You could go to freaking McDonald's. You used to, you know, you could get home for 99. Now you can't even do that. You can't even go to McDonald's. That's true. Not when they're paying 15 bucks an hour <laughs> for a job because they can't find help. <laughs> yeah, come be a pool guy for me. You'll make $70,000 a year freaking <laughs> salary. Swear to God. Ridiculous. That's a whole nother story. But the, if, 10 of us or $10 from 16 million of us, we would have the ability to pump out commercials and put up billboards oh, yeah. in any market, in any market. If something was to come up on the bill and make an, make an actual ballot, you know, where pe- we would be a, I'm not saying that we would win every single one of them because that's all, yeah. you know, change yeah. minds, but we would be almost unstoppable. We'd be almost unstoppable. They very effective. Wouldn't have an answer to it. Yeah. Because once the education is out there, once the masses know, you know, that other 80% of the population that doesn't hunt and fish, once they know what is the truth, it'd be very hard for them to see, oh, save the, you know, <laughs> the, the Husis, the Husis platform, which is let me pump out a bunch of propaganda and, and tug on your heartstrings. Yeah. The music. So you give us money and you go against hunting and you know, whatever. 
I always do laugh at the music that usually starts those commercials. When- <laughs> if you go on my YouTube, there's a parody on there. Is there? Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's called Houston. Uh, I think the title is called Houston is a fraud. And that parody is it's 100% real true, but it's hilarious. But yeah. it's the same scenario. It's this super sad music and it's all these lawyers in cages. Like, like they show the dogs in cages. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. You got to watch it. Yeah. I'll check it out. But it, I mean, listen, we want there. We have, we have really lofty goals. We want to, we want to unify all the hunters and anglers in, in the United States. So if you add anglers in there. Yeah, absolutely. It's like 70 million. Yeah. You go from 16 to 70. Like wow. that's huge. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think that is why the anti-hunting, uh, I'll call them community, whatever, just to lump them together. I think that's why they don't go after fishing Oh, that much. They definitely go after commercial fishing a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the commercial fishing, some of it's hard to defend. Some of it is. Yeah. Because there's some, there's some opposing science that they can use that we can't we can't disregard compete with it yeah yeah but um you know so that aside the you know stopping fishing in ponds and this and that like those things yeah easy very easy but for us to defend and very easy for us to to get behind and so on and so forth that's why i don't think they attack it quite as much it comes up and when it comes up, I think we win them pretty easy because the numbers are there. We we outnumber yeah. them by a lot. Yeah. So anti anti hunting and hunting are about the same. Hmm. You know, actually, I think hunting is outnumbers anti hunting by like one percent of the oh, population. Okay. Yeah. The last I looked. So, anyhow, I if we were all unified, right? We got everybody on the same page. We're a community, regardless of how we do it, what we do it. If we were all educated, we all um, understood the inner workings of hunting and, and, and conservation and what our role is, right? Yeah. As sportsmen, I don't think- ever lose ground again. As a matter of fact, I bet we'd be able to start putting back some of these things that we lost. Yeah. I, I mean. And all it takes, you know is one little tiny not even a foot in the door for them a toe and then next thing you know they get the next toe and then before long they have their foot in the door and they just slowly their goal isn't to wipe it all out at once it's just to pick at it little by little well you you know why it's their their goal is not to wipe it all at once and then they wouldn't have a business that's true A nonprofit business, as they call it. Billions of dollars. Like, listen, the more I get into this, the more I'm disgusted by the whole situation. Like, it's a money thing for them. It's a money thing for everybody. Yeah. Really, it is. And I'm, I don't want to be like, I definitely don't want to throw any of our organizations on the beneath the bus, but there's a money thing there. Uh, oh, yeah. There is. There is. There's a money thing there, too. I think they do a lot of great work. I think, you know, the habitat development, putting animals back on the mountain, that's all amazing stuff. But it went from the majority of the money going to that 
to just a minuscule amount of money going to that now. I mean, as it compared to what it used to be. You know? I think I think a lot, and again, I'm not on a definitely don't want to throw things underneath the bus now. It's a lot more blatant on the anti-hunting side, and it's a lot more egregious on that side, in my opinion. But on uh, speaking for the hunting on the hunting world, and I really I'm not going to speak for other uh, organizations, but I think a lot of that has to do with the cost of acquisition and what i mean by that is i mean if your membership is 39 dollars a year it costs you 30 30 dollars to acquire one member like you spend 30 dollars yeah. a year to acquire one member yeah. Yeah, yeah so that sucks like that's a big chunk right so you're yeah. you're dealing with 10 percent of whatever's coming in you know, that's why yeah. they're constantly doing fundraisers and this and that, and, you know, that's why they're where all this other stuff is. So um, how do you change that? You yeah. Know, the change, you change that by, by getting the hunting community to understand that we need to be activists. We need to be involved. And the only reason why we're still around is because of money. It's always about money. And yeah. when it comes to money and politics, right? And what drives politics? Money. So it's like the reason why hunting hasn't been abolished, because it would be so easy. It would be easier if I was a politician and I had a magic wand and I said I could do away with hunting. And when I do away with hunting, I provided a different revenue stream to support the, the conservation model, right? Mm -hmm. If I was able to do that, they would do it in a heartbeat. But the thing is they haven't had a, a revenue stream. They don't, they don't have a, a plan in place to replace us <coughs> yeah. from a funding source, okay? They're trying. There's been bills, and I don't remember which one it is, but there's a big bill out there right now that provides a bunch of funding for conservation. And I've told people, I'm like, you need to be weary of this. Okay. It sounds good on paper. And I don't, I, I got to go look and see which one it is. I think it might be the great outdoors act or one of those. I can't remember exactly whatever it is, but what it's doing is it's taking taxpayer money, everybody, not just the hunting community and oh. it's taking a portion of that money and putting it into conservation. That sounds great. Like, Oh, cool. Finally, there's, they're finally going to help us, you know, put money into wildlife management and conservation and so on and so forth. But think about that. Now your $10 million or whatever the, the yearly fund is from that less relevant. Hmm. People don't look at it that way. Yeah. Okay. I look at it that way. It might be the Brooklyn in me. I don't know. You're <laughs> guilty, guilty until proven innocent. But like that, that is a, you know, that is some of the things that they're trying to do. They're trying to put these like really subtle things out there that seemingly in face value look great. Like they're doing it. There's a bill in California about uh, hog hunting. And from a hunter standpoint, you look at it and you're like, oh, cool. I don't have to buy a separate tag now. It's just part of my license. I'm going to save myself money. Awesome. Okay. Well, now all those tag sales 
they go away. Oh. There's less money for fish and game. Yeah. Okay. Does it really hurt you that much to spend 20 bucks, whatever it is, to buy a tag? No. I mean, if you love it enough, right? Yeah. I spent a stupid amount of money on hunting here. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, if I didn't do it, I would probably be able to retire, I don't know, five or six years <laughs> earlier. Easy. <laughs> like, you got to You got to understand that stuff. That stuff is very, very, very important um, for us to to be mindful of. Yeah. You know. Anyway, but uh, oh, awesome. How is the the best way to get a hold of uh, Howl for Wildlife? I'll let you talk about the. Sure. Uh, if you go to howlforwildlife dot org, uh, and it's H O W L. Yeah, H O W L. Just like a, a a wolf howling. Um. If if you want, you become a free member. We we encourage you at least to become a free member. Um, yeah. Like I said, we will have some paid membership available here, hopefully within the next month. Um, the technology we we had planned on having it ready to go already, but uh, the technology just we couldn't get it to sync up um, with with Go Hunt for that particular project. But uh, we should have that up and going here soon. And once cool. that that falls into place. Uh, you can go follow how on Instagram It's just how underscore org. Uh, that way, you know, you can see some of the stuff we're doing, uh, mm-hmm. see some of the actions that are coming up and, and staying involved with that. And your YouTube channel. So they can watch some of your cool videos and it's- yeah, that's all my stuff personally, you know, yeah. I, I'm not really in this right now to self promote, but like, yeah, if you want to follow me, it's just John Stallone. Just I watch him. It's funny how, so, you know, I put him for sheep this year and, and you know, I'm going to draw, just so you know. In fact, I went to fishing, uh, went fishing game today. I stopped by and I go, hey, I just want to thank you guys for the sheep tag you're going to give me this year. <laughs> they laughed as much as I did. But anyway, so I just start, you know, I Googled uh, or got on YouTube and first one that showed up, honestly, was was yours was it your was Arizona it? yeah so I'd watched it already but I've watched a bunch of your videos but I watched it again your Ibex and I, yeah I watched that a bunch of times too because I put in f- for Ibex and you know yeah so nice. I really appreciate your time John and your stories and you're you're a great dude and and look forward to uh maybe getting a chance to hunt do some hunting sometime with you yeah absolutely man we've been talking about it for years I mean we know yeah now for Probably going on 10, right? Or pretty close. Yeah, probably close to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thanks for your time. We appreciate it and be safe out there. And and we'll be in touch, you know, on what you what you end up with tags and stuff. I know we talk enough. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely hook up with you from coming to Idaho. Sounds good. All right, buddy. All right, take it easy. Talk to you. All right. Bye-bye.